Welcome, 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 welcome on behalf of the leadership, on behalf of the ministry. We say welcome. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, thank you for those that are here with us in person and for those that have joined us online. If you're online, please <clears throat> uh, feel free to share and send the link uh, to those. Uh, I believe that this word will be a blessing uh, to those that receive it and hear it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So it was this past week where some of our congregation gathered together and went to Sight and Sound, my goodness, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and, and Sight and Sound Theaters, let me say that for those that might not know, Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and we got to not just see, but experience David. That was the name of the production. So can we just thank God for that, for those that were able to come, or maybe you've already seen it. I'm not going to give any spoilers, because I know some, 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 I mean, if you know the story, of course you know the story, but it's the experience, all that took place, that was like, oh my goodness, oh my God. So Sight and Sound Theaters, uh, and just in my personal opinion, uh, they're anointed. It's, it's more than just a production. It's, 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 it's powerful. And then, of course, they had people to pray for you afterwards. But it was, it was um, very strong. The music, oh, my goodness. The music. And I've seen, I think I just saw Jesus. That was my first one. I saw Jesus. Uh, but then the music for this one, it was just, and rightfully so, because David was a worshiper. But it was just so, so trying to find the words, but the very first song, I'm like, oh, what's going to be like this? <laughs> and then I'm, this, I'm listening to it, and then I'm like, oh, my goodness, I got to get the sound. I asked. I asked someone, I was like, look, is there a soundtrack to this? And they were like, yes, it is available at the store. And I'm like, I don't care what the cost is. We're getting the soundtrack. So it's been playing in my wife's, uh, in one of our vehicles, and, of course, the girls, through the repetition, have been singing the songs that David sang. <laughs> But it's been very powerful, just them continuing the atmosphere uh, in the house. And really, it's just songs that were part of the entire production. So every song that was sung is included in that. But I want you to turn with me, actually. And of course, uh, this, this wasn't necessarily co connected to this, but uh, it, it flows in. So as we follow the Holy Ghost, turn with me to a book of Psalm, chapter 23. There's a portion that I want to be able to read. Um, but, oh my goodness. And so it's something that we're familiar with, but there's something I really just want to underscore in this moment. And so some theologians figure David wrote this near the end of his life. Some theologians figure that. Nobody really knows for sure. Um, but... Let me go ahead and read, and then I'll share with you just a perspective that I have. I'm not saying that it's the whole, whole thing, but I just want to share perspective. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. Who's your shepherd? Yeah, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. 
Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. How long? How long? And how long? My goodness. (laughs) And so we know we read the scripture, but... Here's the thing that I understand, and many of us understand that the majority of the Psalms were written by David, but then also the majority of the Psalms were actually songs. And so, myself being a musician, a musical artist, you know, my family is very musical, and so that's, that's one thing that is dominant in our family. One thing that I do know, even when I write music, Oftentimes, the songs that that come out of my life come out of my life. (laughs) It's not just an ideal, but it comes out of maybe potentially and most often whatever it is that I might be dealing with in that moment. Or it could also be where I desire to be in that moment. But it has everything to do with the heart. And so from that context, now we're just looking at this. Now, hear this. Now, this is a song. This is not just scripture, but it's a song. And, of course, we know that God, God, God inspired it. So now we know David, and, and it's something to sing at, at sight and sound theaters. Of course, we know the story, but just seeing it visually, it's like, oh, my goodness. It just brings to the forefront how much he went through and how much he endured, but also how much he overcame. But then some of the things that I saw, you know, going through history and all that, but I'm like, oh, man, I, sometimes you read scripture and forget how many wars he actually fought <laughs> and how many battles, bloody battles, and how much that his life, because sometimes we can read scripture and then forget that his life was literally at stake. These aren't just stories. These are historical, truth, accurate, factual accounts that happened to a real person who was brought out by a real God. Brought up by a real God. So now, when we understand that, if some things, because the Lord, he told me, he's like, hey, I want you to actually just write some stuff in your journal. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'll do that. And then I got this one that has a lion on it that says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That's a good word. But again... Some of the greatest creativity and ingenuity is born out of necessity. I'm going to say that again. Some of the greatest creativity or ingenuity is born out of necessity. Like some stuff you don't think about or some stuff you don't come up with or create until the circumstances position you to. It's like, oh, I need to create something. I need to do something. I need to to come up with something. this, This needs to be rectified. This needs to be changed. So now... This song was out of necessity. This song that was created was out of necessity. So look at just some of the things. We know there's some aspects about the Lord, but we also see that he's talking about the valley of the shadow of death. He's talking about a table in the presence of enemies. And he's talking about fearing no evil. That wasn't just a, 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 just, just a song just to, just to be singing something. That was because he experienced a valley of a shadow of death. (laughs) He experienced 
Oh, he definitely experienced the presence of enemies. And then he knows what it's like to be surrounded by evil and to run from evil and have your life threatened by evil. So now, here's a thought. God speaks to us from a finished place and talks us into our forever dwelling. I'm going to say that again. God speaks to us from a finished place and talks us into our forever dwelling. Remember, I would dwell into the house of the Lord forever. But he speaks to us from a finished place. He's not just speaking to us just in the moment, but he's speaking from a place where it's finished, where it's already done, where the victory already belongs to us. So, you know, whenever God speaks, that's, that's an, it's, it's always something that will give encouragement, even if it's correction. Because it's like, oh, he's correcting me to the finish, <laughs> according to what's already finished. Thank God for the correction. Thank God for the chastisement, because he's already speaking from a place that is finished. So it's like, hold up. So that's why we don't have to stay stuck in a fence or whatever. It's like, no, I already see what, you, what the whole you looks like. So just receive this. So he speaks from a finished place and he talks us into, I thought this was a unique expression, but he talks us into destiny. Now think about it because sometimes we talk ourselves into something that's not good. And then sometimes we talk ourselves out of something that is good. (laughs) But the Lord's like, oh, no, let me talk you into destiny. I've already spoken some things over you. But now let me continue to speak to you, to talk you into that which I've ordained and designed for you. My goodness. So when the Lord is talking to us even now, guess what? He's talking us into destiny. The word of the Lord that is coming forth even now, guess what? He's talking you and I into destiny, into purpose, into what he has ordained for us. Mm. And then he talks our soul into restoration. That's that word that really just leapt out to me, and I kind of heard the Lord, not kind of, I did, heard the Lord speak to me just a few days ago, and it was just a short phrase, but he restores my soul. And you know how the, Lord, the voice of the Lord can be distinct. You could be in, a mi- mi- in the middle of doing something, but then you hear his voice, and it's like, oh, Lord, thank you for this meditation. But it's more than meditation. It's included in it, but it's like, Lord, That's an action word. Restore is not just a noun, but it's a verb. It's something that you've done and you're doing according to that which is already finished. And so that word restore, we know it. It means to bring back. Somebody say, bring me back, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. It means to refresh. Woo, how many of y'all desire to be refreshed? It's like, Lord, I thank you just for refreshing in the name of Jesus. Come on, this is part of the soul. He restores my soul. He's bringing back. He's refreshing. Refreshing my soul. And it also means this, to recover. Woo. We're going to talk about that. But to recover. Oh, he recovers. He recovers. He recovers. 
another portion, when I looked this up, it was like, man, there's a whole lot to this word restore depending on where it's situated. So I couldn't capture it all. So these are just some things just to highlight. It means to render, to recompense, to reward. All of that, when the Bible says and when the song says and when the psalmist says and when we say he restores my soul, all this, I'm being brought back, I'm being refreshed, I'm recovering, things are being rendered to me, I'm being recompensed, I am being rewarded, all that in the restoration, absolutely. Woo, my goodness. So turn with me. To 1 Samuel, let's flip over, scroll over, tap over to the left. <laughs> 1 Samuel chapter 30. You know, I, I forgot that, or, or not that I forgot, but, you know, just watching David at Sight and Sound Theaters, um, it just reminded you that, he was rolling with some vagabonds. He was rolling with some ruffians. <laughs> when he was running away from Saul, <laughs> not going to necessarily say vagabonds, but uh, he, was, he was rolling with some rough riders. Let me just put it that way in modern terms. He was rolling with some rough riders. So I was like, yeah, that's right. David, David was running. David was running. But I want to read this because as he's out and about, guess what? He's still, he's still in victory. But something happened. And so that's why these songs come from a place of experience. When he says he restores my soul, he knows exactly what it is to have a soul be restored. It's not just theology, but it's a revelational experience. And it's an experiential revelation. So I'm going to read for a little bit. Um, of course, I'm in the New King James, but whichever one you got. First Samuel chapter 30. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites, somebody say Amalekites, Amalekites. Uh-huh, had invaded the south and Ziglag attacked and Ziglag attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were with them from small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way, stole them. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives... Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people, his men, spoke of stoning him. Because the soul, the soul, the soul of all the people was grieved, and every man for his sons and his daughters. So let me just stop right there for a moment. We see the circumstance. They're out doing what they need to do, experiencing victories, right? And then they come back home to find out not only that the city was burned, but not only was where they were living at burned, but everything that they had possessed was taken captive. Not killed, but taken captive. 
And so it's, it's one thing to experience that, but then you got the people that are weeping now, crying with you, like, Lord, oh, what happened? But then they start to look at you. Wait a second. We were following you. We were listening to you. It's like, man, you know what? Yeah, that's right. Saul's after David anyways. You know what, man? Golly, man, you lost your wife. Man, yeah, I lost my man. My wife got taken. My kids, my beautiful kids. Man, they say, saying, David, looking out with a side eye. So now you got the whispers. Man, hold up, man, man, maybe we need to kill him. Yeah, maybe, man, maybe God is judging him. Maybe we need to stone him. Most of us, well, I can't say most of us, but there are some things that will threaten our lives. Things that will come that will cause our soul to be grieved. Has anyone ever experienced loss in some form or fashion? My goodness. And I know this, for me personally, not that I heard someone speak of stoning me, but I've had the thought of me stoning myself. What does that mean? It means that I've had suicidal thoughts. It's like, hey, you know what? Just go ahead and kill yourself. You can't do this. You can't do this. All this is cut off. Everything you tried, every opportunity has been taken from you. You might as well end it all. And so I did try. And so, uh, you know, I talked about cleaning up the basement recently. And so I remember one time I went back to the place where I, you know, attempted to take my life. And the Lord stopped it. Praise God. And then when I went back to kind of just record and just reflect on the victory, I took a stone. I took a stone from that place just as a reminder, as a memorial of the victory. And of course, now when I saw it again, you know, my wife, she's like, do you want it? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. It's like, I, I got the memorial so in my heart. I'm walking so in this victory. I'm, I'm, I'm just living in the victory. But it was a process. I know what it's like to experience like that heavy grief and it kind of feel like that you can't come out of it and something weighing, I'm talking about even working for a church at that time where we show up and smile and praise God, but then as soon as you get home or on the way home, you got all this grief that meets you at the exit of the door and you are sitting there at home with those thoughts externally in silence, but I'm telling you it is so loud on the inside of your soul. Telling you, hey, it's over. Quit. Give up. Let it go. The world is better off. Woo! The world is better off without you. Had those very things invade my mind. So much so then. Because what happened was I went driving. And I was like, man, I got to drive. And it was such a cloud that I didn't even see my sign. And I was like, well, man, forget it. And so I made a left turn going the wrong way. At 11-something at night, up a bridge. And then I'm seeing cars. Thank God they were further enough at a distance that they started swerving and flashing their lights. And then I almost hear, almost as audibly, I heard the voice of the Lord said, your life is not yours to take. So then I pulled over, and then it was like, and then I'm reversing. I was like, oh, my God. But guess what? I still had to contend. The thought's like, yep, you won that round. You got that round, but I'll be back. Still had to contend for years. 
that thoughts. And of course, I got a little bit better. I got a little bit stronger. But that thought was still, and those thoughts and that spirit would still try to come and linger, feeling like it had rights, feeling like it had an access. And so my growth and learning, it's like, okay, Lord, continue to speak, and then God will show, okay, this is how you close off, and this is what you need to do. But then there's one thing that I had to learn that we see here in the scripture. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. When you have a soul that is grieved, guess what can still come? Strength. And the Bible, so it it is such an interesting thing. To know, and again, I don't know for sure when Psalms 23 was written, but I'm like, Lord, this seems like this is a good spot <laughs> where that song could have come from. Because it's me as a musician. How would I strengthen myself? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want God. I thank you. It's like it's almost like you're singing contrary to the circumstances. But that is absolutely what you need in that moment. Lord, I don't need to sing just what I'm going through, but I need to sing what I'm going through (laughs) to the victory. So sometimes people feel like, well, man, I can't help. I'm telling you right now, depression does not have to stay with you. Grief and that spirit of suicide does not have. No, you can encourage yourself and strengthen yourself in the Lord. With this very same arsenal, it's like, whoo, God. Whenever grief tries to come and just sit on your soul, when you feel like stuff has just been lost and there's no hope and you don't even know where to go. They just know where they were was burnt. It was only ashes. And that which they treasured and value was gone. So it's amazing. In that moment, hope couldn't seemingly be found on the outside, so David had to go in. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. It was on the way here on 95 South. I saw this sign, and it was a sign promoting the Marines, but it said, battles are won from within. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, Lord, that is so good. And I was like, Lord, I thank you for the victory on the inside. I thank you for the hope that I have on the inside. I thank you for the joy that I have on the inside. Even when everything else is because that's what the stuff is trying to steal what's on the inside. Trying to rob what's on the inside. But David strengthened himself in the Lord is personal. His God. I can't strengthen myself in the Lord, your God. And he couldn't do that in that moment with them people speaking of stoning him. (laughs) He's like, oh, this is personal, but I've got some experiences with my God. There are some things that I've come through that my God has brought me through. So let me go into the reservoir of testimony. Didn't we hear that last week? The reservoir of victory. And let me gain strength from there. I know they talk about climate change, but I tell you what, on the inside, there should not be drought. Mm. On the inside, it's like, Lord, as long as there is an oasis, 
as long as there's some water, then that's just a clue for me to dig deeper because I know that there's something underneath for me to tap into. Spring up a wells. And that's where that strength, that's where that refreshing comes from. Woo! Come on, tap your neighbor, say, wake up. Say, spring up a well. Yeah, verse 7. Then David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring me the ephod here. This is a priestly garment. But this is what they used. This is what they wore to inquire of the Lord. So David shifts mantles. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I need to walk in my priestliness. Can I encourage somebody right now? Do not lose your priestly nature. Even in the midst of all hell seeming, seeming like it's breaking forth, do not lose your priestly nature. Do not lose the priestly connection. Do not get outside of the holiness and the call and what God has ordained you to be. Because in those moments of high pressure, that is a temptation to just quit and just go into the flesh and respond according to the flesh. And it could have real, been real easy for David to respond in the flesh and just, oh, and just lose it and just whatever. But he says, like, hey, let me find a priest. Bring me the ephah. I need to get a word from the Lord. I need to get into the presence of the Lord. Even in the midst of people speaking of stoning him. It's like, hey, I know they're speaking of stoning me, but I need to hear from my stone. I need to hear from my rock. They can say whatever they want, but I can't let that weigh me down. I need to get a word. I know what they're saying, but I need to get something in my hearing and in my spirit. Please bring me the ephah. Because I don't know what to do, but Lord, you do. I don't know which way to go, but Lord, you already know. So whenever you feel like, Lord, this seems like this collapse, that collapse, I'm getting news from this direction and that direction, or all this kind of pressure that I got to take in, oh, hold up. Bring me the ephod. Let me wear my priestly garment. Let me step into my priestly mantle and anointing. God, I need you to speak to me. I need to hear from you. He said, please bring it to me. This is coming from a man who had an anointing. Some things that were already ordained that was finished for him. But David was a king and a priest and a prophet and a warrior and a psalmist. But guess what? So are you. So are you. You got a song. You're priestly. You're kingly. You have a prophetic nature. My goodness. So David, here we go. So David inquired of the Lord. Thank God for all the advisors and all the counselors and all the other people. But you better inquire of the Lord. That's what we have to first, foremost, and always. In the beginning, in the middle, and in the end. <laughs> so David inquired of the Lord. And I love it because his inquirement of the Lord was audible. He said, shall I pursue this troop? 
And I'm kind of adding this here. And if I pursue them, shall I overtake them? He asked for two things. Lord, I know what happened. I have an idea of who did it. Lord, do I need to go after it? And then when I go after them, am I going to get the victory? And the Lord answered him and said, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them. Okay, so that's the two things that he addressed, right? Pursue and overtake. Pursue, for you shall, truly, for you shall surely overtake them. David, I'm addressing that inquiry. Go ahead and pursue. Overtake them. But let me give you some other information here. Let me give you some other insight. Let me clue you in to some other things that are part of my agenda. Let me let you know what's finished. And without fail, you shall recover how much? All. Without fail. Meaning that, David, when you pursue, I'm letting you know that the victory is guaranteed. I'm telling you that this is a without fail recovery. This is a without fail restoration. Oh, this is a without fail victory. Somebody say without fail. Without fail. Woo, turn to someone to let them know, say, hey, without fail, without fail. Come on, prophesy, prophesy. Without fail, without fail. Yeah. <laughs> Without fail, my goodness, my goodness, without fail. Oh, my Lord. So if you've ever felt like, like, Lord, there's some restoration that needs to take place. There's some recovery that needs to take place. I'm here to tell you and to let you know right now that without fail, you shall recover all. When you pursue, first of all, when you inquire of him, when you inquire of the Lord first, inquire of the Lord first, foremost, Always, beginning, middle, end, inquire of the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. Get in his presence. Stay in your priestly nature. Because remember, we don't fight regular. Stay in your priestly nature. But the victory already belongs to us. And I love, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Without fail, recover all. So I thank God. You know, it was powerful for those that were here or heard last week when Pastor Patience. Can we thank God for Pastor Patience? Talking about overcoming through the power of the testimony. And she shared some things. She kind of uh, pulled back the curtain, so to speak, of just some of the stuff that has been going on in the Scott household. And what God has been doing in the midst of the Scott household and some of the parts of the transition and some of our challenges and some of our struggles and even some of the mental and, and health things that we've had to deal with over the years. But God has been sustaining us. Oh, God has been sustaining us. God has been sustaining you. God has been sustaining us corporately. My goodness. And so. One of the things that was encouraging, because, you know, she just talked about, um, you know, how, how God has brought us through and how, you know, the, you know, how we, we were able to step into debt freedom by releasing a, a, an asset that we had that took care of debt, but then also um, allowed us to recover some things. And so the, the title of today's message is Keys to restoring the soul. Yeah. 
So she talked about the loss and some of the stuff that happened. But I tell you what, the story's not finished. The story's not finished. And so I've come to share some additional things to the testimony. Because I know what it's like to experience loss and grief and pain. And when I say pain and embarrassment and shame, Lord willing, I could potentially go into the detail of how I wound up being in federal court. That might be a story for another time. But I know what it's like to experience that kind of persecution and people to have the side eye, but yet God still be with you for stuff to be lost, for stuff to be robbed. And then you have no idea which way to turn and where to go. And there's some things that you kind of carry in your soul and some in a certain stain that'll be on your record that people can literally look at and judge you. True story. But not the whole story. Not the whole story. And so in this word, you've been getting keys to the how-to for restoring the soul. But I've come to let you know that keys are not only in the how-to, but they're in the hand. These are keys to a new house that now belongs to us. Glory! Hallelujah! I do not have to bump my head in a basement anymore. Thank God for the five bedrooms. Thank God for the three and a three bath, three full bathrooms and a half bath. Thank God, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say he restores my soul. have no idea. I'm telling you, you don't. When banks say we can't do it because you have foreclosure on your record. They say you have to wait seven years. We had to wait seven years. But he restores my soul. Oh, it's a whole lot to it. It's a whole lot. But I'm telling you, the victory is great. The victory is great, but it's also just the beginning. Just the beginning. Glory to God. We're going to shout some more. Take your seat out a moment because there's something. There's something. My God. There's something. My God. My God. Hallelujah. My God, I was up till two in the morning because the Lord stirred my spirit. I knew that there was something that I'm telling you right now. I'm ministering this from a fresh mantle, Amen. from a fresh anointing. I was like, oh, Lord, this is different. I was literally up till two in the morning pursuing something. Under the instructions of the Lord, he was like, hey, I want you to go back and tally up the loss of the assets. 
because we did some real estate things. So I want you to tally up some of the loss of the assets. And so I was digging in our basement because, you know, stuff is being packed up now. I was digging in the basement, and I was like, no. I was like, I need to find this. So I went. I looked at some houses that we had, one that we live. He's like, don't, don't overthink it. He's like, just total up what the value is, what the estimate is now. Because you know how you can go on Zillow and they'll give you like an estimate of what your house is. I was like, okay, Lord. He's like, go up what the estimate is now. And so when I tallied all the assets, some that were lost, some that were let go, it's a whole lot to the loss, some that were let go, meaning that we wanted to keep it, but we had to sell it. That we had to sell it. And it wasn't for the profit that, you know, if we could have held on to it. But the total of the loss up to this point was $1,240,905 in assets. I was like, wow. But the thing about it was, when I saw that, because it was a pursuit, because I was like, no. The reason why I'm tallying this up, because I'm owed something. We don't just take a loss just as a loss. Remember, restoration also has to deal with recompense, reward, payback. So I looked up and I tell him, I was like, hold up, $1,240,905,000. Because he said, no, I want you to look at the highest estimate. He's like, because I'm telling, because I didn't forget. He said, I didn't forget what happened to you. When you were on assignment, I didn't forget the attack that happened to your life. Come on. Now, I'm not just talking about just me now. I'm talking about us. Ah, uh, because, here we go. Turn with me to Deuteronomy. We got to see this. Deuteronomy chapter 25. Remember how we said Amalekites, right? Amalekites. Oh, you got to see this. <laughs> Amalekites chapter 25, verse 17 through 19. We're looking at some history here. But the Lord says this, remember what Amalek did to you on the way as you were coming out of Egypt, how he met you on the way and attacked your rear ranks, coward, all the stragglers at your rear. When you were tired and weary and he did not fear God. Has anyone ever been under attack in your tiredness? And weariness when your soul was like, ah, oh, and then the enemy will come from behind and blindside you in your weakest state, or he'll attack the weakest of your family. And you're like, oh my gosh, because that's the stragglers. Usually that's the women and children, those that are rear. And so Amalek, they came from the rear and did a cowardly act and did not fear God. God had just delivered them out of Egypt. And they were like, man, whatever. Disrespectful. Therefore, 19, therefore it shall be when the Lord your God has given you rest come on, come on. from your enemies all around in the land. Somebody say in the land. Yeah. Which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Yeah. You see how I'm not the only one? God is, I'm telling you right now, the Lord is giving you some things to possess. The Lord is giving you some things to possess. Oh my goodness. As an inheritance that you will blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. 
But here we go. I underline this. You shall not forget. That's why I was up till two in the morning. Because it was one other property that I was like, man, I couldn't remember the name of it. So I was digging through files, and then I was like, Lord, I was looking at the time. I was like, oh, man, maybe I need to get to sleep. And I was like, no, I'm in pursuit. I was like, I don't care if I have to stay up the whole night and preach because I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm like, Lord, I'm partnering with angels because I'm in pursuit, recovery, recompense mode. Oh, my goodness. And I didn't forget, so then I just saw I couldn't find the full files. But I just saw a partial name of a street, of the street address. And it, was, and it was something that my wife wrote, and it didn't even belong on the envelope. She just wrote it down as a note at some point in time. And then as soon as I saw that street, I remembered the address. It was, it was a supernatural recall. But it wasn't the pain recall this time. Because that was the very property that caused the whole thing to collapse, to, co- to, to crumble. And so when I found it, I was like, ah, yes. I went to Google Maps. I was like, where is this thing at? I was like, what is it worth now? Then I saw the figure, and I was like, Lord, I was like, tally it up. I was like, yes, sir. Then I saw 1.1,240,905,000. I was like, Lord, we had them kind of assets. He's like, had. Guess what? I'm getting ready to recompense. See, this right here is just the beginning of restoration. But here's the thing that got me more excited. He, was, he said, what's on you isn't just for you. My God. Why? Because David took his men. He took 600 men with him. And some of the men were tired from the battle. They was like, hey, you stay here and rest. But we're going to go get what's due all of us. So I'm telling you right now, come up here, Pastor Paces, real quick. Some of you, I know you're in, 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 in a mode where God is kind of rest. He's like, hey, sit still, be before the Lord. But I'm telling you right now, we're going to get what belongs to all of us. And I know we're not the only ones, but we are going to recover all that belongs to all of us. And if anybody says something otherwise, well, man, they, did, they weren't in it. Hey, you know what? Some people I know, they've paid their dues. They've served well, honorably. So it's some things you don't have to do in this season, in this hour. We honor that. But some have to mount up. Some still is like, hold up, I'm good. Let's go get it. Let's pursue. Let's overtake. And I know we got some that say, hey, let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, my goodness. So here we go. Some of David's men couldn't make the journey to the battle, but David's restoration and recovery was for everyone that followed him. Everyone that followed him. Everyone that followed. You got to follow. You got to follow. You have to be connected. You have to. It's the principle. God ordained it that way. My goodness. And then here's the thing. The Lord was reminding me. He's like, hey, don't let up. And I'm telling you now, don't let up because the Amalekite spirit must be utterly punished. 
That spirit, Amalek, means to lack up, to, to, to lap up. That spirit has to be utterly punished. So you can't let up. This was in Moses' time. And we know that moment where, 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 where Moses, they had to battle Amalek again. And then Moses, y'all remember that story where he had to have, have his arms held up? And then whenever his arms were up, the, Israel would prevail, Joshua would prevail. But when his arms got weak, they would kind of lose the battle. So they had some people to hold his arms up so that way they can have the complete utter victory over the Amalekites, them same ites. Because it's more than just a people, it's a spirit. But let me encourage you with this one word right here. Let's go to Exodus. Exodus chapter 17. Verse 13 through 16, my last scripture here. Exodus chapter 17, verse 13 through 16. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua. Hey, that I, that I will, that I will that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called his name, the Lord is my banner. Jehovah Nisi. For he said, because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Meaning whenever that spirit shows up, to try to steal and try to attack you in your weariness and try to take from you. The Lord says, hey, I will restore your soul. I will war with this spirit. I will war from generation to generation. We must know that our God causes us to recover. That our God is our banner. That our God is our victory. Man, he recovers. I love it. The Lord says, hey. I've sworn to do this, that I will take it upon myself to, to make war. That's why you need to inquire of me. You need to inquire of me. You don't need to go out there first. You need to pursue me first, and then I will give you direction of your pursuit. Pursue me first, and I will give you direction of your pursuit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Here's another thing that I have. <laughs> Because the Lord told me to get it. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to get it. Because I went to go get it. And then I got it in my hand. And then I put it back. Because I was like, man, what do I need this for? But the Lord's like, man, I told you to get it. But I was like, well, this doesn't even, you know, this doesn't even make sense. It's right before service. But he's like, no, get it. I was like, why am I getting a garage door opener? The garage door opener that we have. Because we have a garage. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but I'm looking at this. I'm like, why am I getting my garage door opener? He said, look at it. I looked on the other side, it says Liftmaster. He said, didn't I tell you, you and this people are about to lift off? The master has said so. The door is open. The door is open. The door is open. I've come to let you know, the master has lifted the door. He was 
like, I need to give you a place that's bigger so you can store more. I need to increase your capacity. Hey, so you can store more. Hey, more joy, more love, more peace. Hey, I need to increase your capacity to restore more. And don't worry about the cost. I've already paid for it. Oh, he said, I've already paid for it. You inquire of me. You inquire of me. Do not fear. The Lord is my shepherd. Hey, hey. I shall not want. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Yeah, he leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Yeah, he restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Yes. He restores my soul. Yeah. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. <laughs> he restores my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, he restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Yes. Restoration be yours. Restoration be yours. Restoration be yours. Here's another example that the Lord just reminded me. And it's powerful because I want to give, give this to you. Pastor Gabriel and I, we were working on some, some video things this week. And then he sent me a text actually while I was at closing. Watch this. While I was at closing, while we were at closing, while we were at the settlement, and he says, hey, Something happened to the disc during the recording of the video. He said the audio is still there, but we're missing a portion of the video. And I'm like, oh man. It's like, so we have the audio, but the video, the visual is missing. I was like, okay. So then I was like, I'm at closing right now, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk afterwards. So um, I'm giving him, I'm giving him uh, a call afterwards so he was like okay he's like yeah I'm not sure what happened you know it just you know whatever whatever he's like you know we have this option or we also have another option to where you know I could try to uh, have the disc and then you know try to recover the files try to put it in recovery mode so that way I can get the video so in other words he kind of like had to restore this disc 
So he said, I'm in the process of doing that now, so take about an hour. So then about an hour or so later, I'm just sitting there, because one thing that I said to him on the phone, I was like, hey, you know what? After all that's taking place, even this day, I'm believing for recovery. I was like, let's go with that option. Let's go with that option of recovering so that way we can have the video and the audio. So then some time, a little bit of time goes by, and I get the text back that just says, yes, yes. with an exclamation mark, yes. And then I asked him, I was like, did we recover the files? He said, yes, we did. We are good to go. But this is what the Lord told me when I was thinking about that example today. He was like, hey, not only because I know you heard some things, son, and I know you heard some things, daughter, but some of the visuals things. It's like, Lord, I may have lost sight of it. I may have lost seeing it. But the Lord said, hey, I'm going to restore what you saw, and you will see what you saw. That's part of the restoration. That's the total restoration. Not only what you heard, but you will see what you saw. Come on, can we bless? He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Yeah, we will see what we saw, Lord. Manifestation, we will see what we saw. Manifestation, we will see what we saw. Yes, he restores my soul. He restores my soul. Yes, he restores my soul. Come on, come on. God's doing it right now. He's restoring soul. He's recovering family. He's recovering loved ones. He's recovering joy. He's recovering peace. The joy of your salvation be yours. The hope of the Lord be yours. The peace of our God be yours. The victory of God is ours. Somebody say right now, Lord, this is my inheritance. Victory is my inheritance. Yeah. So right now, just take this moment and to begin to declare recovery, even over your household. Whether it's a thing, an opportunity, spiritual, natural, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. Family, children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, lands, houses. Some stuff may have been robbed as an inheritance even in your family, even in your bloodline. And they got tied up in courts and all that kind of stuff. Restoration, recovery, recompense, reward, restoration, recovery, recompense, reward. Yeah, yeah, you just recover and say, I recover, I reclaim God in the name of Jesus. I reclaim my family. I reclaim my joy. I reclaim my peace. I reclaim this property. I reclaim this position. I reclaim this opportunity. And it doesn't have to be the exact same one, but what God has for you in this season. Come on, even at home, reclaim, reclaim. Recovery of soul, 
Restoration of soul. Restoration of soul. Yeah. He restores my soul. My God, my God, my God. Yeah, grief go, depression go in the name of Jesus. Fear go in the name of Jesus. God, you're restoring with good things, with the fruit of the Spirit. Hey! Restore with the fruit of the Spirit, Lord. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's replenishment. There is recompense with interest. 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 With interest, with interest. It is now, it is now, it is now. <laughs> it is not a far off thing, it is a now thing. It is a now thing. It is a now thing right now. Right now. Right now. Some of you haven't been, didn't understand what you've been dealing with that has been, been making you weary. But the Lord says, in your generation, I am making war with Amalek. You just, come on, lift your arms right now. Oh, yeah, prophetically. Prophetically, angels are warring on our behalf. The word of the Lord is warring on our behalf. The Lord is our banner. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is a prophetic position. Come on, even at home, lift your arms. This is a prophetic position. A prevailing right now in the spirit. Come on, kid. If you can endure this, if you have the stamina for this, lift them high. Lift them high. Lift them high. Lift your arms high. The Lord reminded me. He was like, hey, don't let up. I need you to, to release every arrow and strike the ground. Every arrow you got. Everything that you got, strike the ground. For total victory. For utter annihilation of that spirit in your generation. In your generation. So come on. We even war right now, even for our seed. Even for our seed. Even for our children, children, in the name of Jesus. Loose and let them go. <laughs> Loose and let them go. Hey, oh, hey. You are my banner. <laughs> Lord, you are my banner. Lord, you are my banner. The victory is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you are my banner. Hey. You are my banner. Hey, hey. You are my banner. The victory is mine. The victory is mine. One more time, you are my banner. Oh, yes, you are, Lord. The victory is mine. The victory is mine. Now, you just bless the Lord for the victory right now. You just bless the Lord for the victory. Come on, keys are in your hand right now. Keys 
I'm like, oh, what has been lost and even stolen for this house? I look and see what the value is. I do. I know. I know. I was like, oh, yeah. Lord, oh, bring me the already done he already spoke from a finished place this I know I know this without a shadow of doubt I know this so it's like it's like oh Lord the restoration is beginning he's like oh yes this is just the beginning but he told me he's like don't let up don't let up so I'm letting you know I will not let up. There's, 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 there's a shift on me. So if my demeanor or whatever the case is, is a little different, it's because of what's on me for us. I wasn't given the name warrior for a reason. That's what Walter means. I was like, okay, Lord, here we go. And he added a sir to it. So I'm like, okay, Lord, let's, 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 let's. Yeah. Because I'm a fighter, I just fight differently. I was like, okay, God, yeah, I, yeah, I like this. I like a fight. Especially one where I already win. <laughs> That's the kind of fight I like. I like the fight where the victory is already mine. You see, we're not fighting just to be fighting. We're not doing this as one who beats the air. We already won. That's why I like this fight, because there's spoils connected to this. 
I'm talking about spirit and natural things. All of it. All of it. All of it. So if the Lord's going to make war with Amalek from generation to generation, he ain't making war just to make war. He makes war from the place of victory. My goodness. So that attack that came, came with recompense. It only came with spoils. It's like, oh, you're going to attack me? Let me see what you got. Let me see what you're attacking me with. It's like, you're just showing me your hand. You're just showing that which the Lord says, hey, you shall pursue. Inquire, inquire. We got to stay before him day and night. Day and night. Position ourselves to hear. Position ourselves to hear. Position ourselves to hear because God not only desires to speak, but he's going to speak to those who have the heart to obey. Oh, he's going to speak to the ones that are obedient. He knew David was going to say, he was like, look, Lord, I'm asking, Lord, do you want me to pursue? And if I pursue, am I going to overtake him? The Lord's like, oh, I know if I tell David to pursue, he's going to do it. So let me let him know because he's got victory in mind. David, pursue. Say your name right now. Pursue. 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 <laughs> For you shall surely overtake them. And without fail, without fail. Oh, so that failure spirit is gone in the name of Jesus. That spirit of fear of failing is gone in the name of Jesus. We received and heard the word without fail that I shall recover how much? All. All. Well, let's give God an all kind of shout right now. set some stuff up because David and his men in their pursuit there was a young man that was left behind from the Amalekites because he was sick <laughs> but he was the very key that showed David where his family was and he was like hey as long as you don't kill me I will lead you to exactly where they are and David was like, you got it. Where they at? So I say that prophetically. You're going to have a conversation. Someone's going to give you some wisdom and some insight that'll let you know, hey, this is, this is what you need. This is what you need to do. This is where you need to go. This is how you need to do it. And they're going to be doing you a favor. 
they're going to be doing you a favor. They're going to be, it's going to be one of those, normally we don't do this. Normally I don't tell people this. This is typically our policy, but let me show you a way to cause you to circumvent the policy. That's still within parameters. It's still good, but this is another way. So how the enemy try to backdoor you, he's thinking he's enjoying spoils, and then you show up. He's like, hold up. Where you come from? In the realm of the spirit, you can go there and say, that's mine in the name of Jesus. And you take it with an attitude. Everything that belongs to me in my household. Like, yep, that's mine. That's mine. Sometimes you're like, Lord, I don't even know what I want that for. I guess it might not even be for me. It's not my taste. But let me get it. Because this is going to be a seed for somebody else. You see, you see, you see, this is what this is for. It ain't about you. It's not about us. scholarship stuff in mind, stuff that we were trying to establish and set up. And I was like, nope, Lord, I still, that's still in my heart. Oh, we're going to help finance and help strengthen some education. But I got to get some stuff first. You, you, you just do. And not just us, he has to restore some things. He's like, look, let me do this. I've sworn to make war with this. So it's like, Lord, Lord, I, yeah, God, fulfill your promise in my life. Yeah, you swore it. I thank you, God, for fulfilling your promise. Yeah, yeah God, I ain't even going to fight this like this. Lord, you got it. God, the victory is yours. The battle belongs to you. And not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. His spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I hear keys. Yeah, keys, keys, keys. Keys mean so much in the spirit. Keys, keys, keys to restoration. Keys to restoring. There's a vault with your name on it. <laughs> There's a vault with your name on it. In this lifetime. In this lifetime, in this lifetime, in this lifetime, in this lifetime. Yeah, we didn't give up houses and lands. He's like, hey, there's some things that'll come with persecution, right? But guess what? You're going to get it. In the name of Jesus. So do not let up in faith. Do not let up in faith. How I was in the spirit two o'clock this morning. I was digging through records. Oh, that's revelation. I was digging through records. That was in the natural, but now I'm digging through records. Man, what is my inheritance? What was, God, what do I need to recover even in your word? 
What do I need to recover even in your word? God, even what have you spoken over my life that I need to recover? That I've heard but lost sight of? What do I need to recover? That's why he told Moses, no, write this as a memorial so you can recount this to Joshua. So you can recount this to, your gener to the next generation even coming after you. See, you're recovering something even for generations after you. Because even in their generation, the Lord will have to make war against Amalek. Because he's going to attack that generation too. But they're going to have a testimony now to recount some things. Like, hold up. What you did for my parents, what you did for my grandma, hold up. So they have something to recover. Oh, because we had the privilege and honor the day before closing to have our parents to walk with us through the house and to lay oil. My parents were up here as well. So I'm of the mindset, as a son, things that they've fought in their generation. Then I'm like, hey, things that they've recounted to me and spoken to me. I might not say a whole lot, but the Lord says, hey, go ahead and start talking now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like, I'm going to start saying a whole lot more now because there are some things that must be recovered. That must be recovered even in my generation. Oh, and then there are some things for my generation that I have three seeds that they'll recover. Nothing lost. Nothing lost. We're not letting up of nothing. In the name of Jesus. Shokope Narabase. Braha, yeah, 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 go bear. Makande Sokope Larabase. Nukupre Mahateso. Shokombe Narase. Nakambe Dorobo Kofre Maha. Yeah, 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 recovery. Yeah, recover. This is recovering the word right now. This is recovering the word spoken over. Because it's going to be an arsenal in this season. It's the prophetic that we war with in this season. The word of the Lord we war with in this season. That which God spoke, we war with that in this season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm telling you, there's a banner right now over this house. <laughs> yeah, there's a banner of victory over this house. Mm. I say this right now. Let there be a recovery even of strength. Strength to the bones in the name. Oh, I just heard that. Strength to the bones. Strength to your very bones. Strength to your spirit. Strength to your soul in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Because my, my, I call him my brother. He didn't even know what was going on. Late last night, he just texted two words with an exclamation mark. He said, supernatural strength. And I was like, man, that was so on time. You have no idea how I might be feeling with my body and all this kind of stuff. He was like, man, that's the Holy Ghost. Praise God. So now, I just want to let you know, supernatural strength. 
is yours. Supernatural strength is yours in the name of Jesus. Supernatural strength. And I'm realizing now, from that text, I went to go pursue. That came at 11, I was up till 2 on supernatural strength. I don't got to look at a clock. I just look at, Lord, what you doing? Where you at? That's where I want to be. That's what I want to be doing. What you saying? That's what I want to hear. So, that's that recovery. We in recovery mode. What we saw, what we heard. <laughs> Hallelujah! Oh, My God, but I heard Jesus, my God, because you know we knew some things, so I had to wait until they could tell it, but I want you to know, it's hot up here, you have shifted, but I heard God say, he's filling the house, not only has he given you the house, he's filling the house, I hear new, I hear new, I hear new, I hear go. Pick out what you want. God's already dealing with people. They're already dealing. They're already saying, God, what do you want me to sow into this? This is supernatural sowing. This is supernatural sowing. Because when you take care of the head, everything falls down. Amen. But there are things coming to you. I remember when we first moved, it was like the FedEx trucks. And, and the trucks just kept coming. And we just kept getting blessed and blessed. That's God. And that same thing, I speak to the kids. Pick out your rooms. <laughs> Pick out what you want. Because, because they were in the struggle. And they understood. It's a whole different mindset now. And so I just say, get ready. Don't sweat it. Decide what you want. Because even as we stood on the property, we knew that this was just the beginning. Yes. You're not going to settle in this, but this was just the beginning. And God is a rewarder. He is such a rewarder. You know, nobody wants to walk through all the pain. And, but you know what? It is even, it's not even about that. It's what he did in you. So today, I see a transformed pastor. Hallelujah. I see the apostleship moving fast. I see, I see an acceleration in the both of you. So I just bless God for you. I just want to say that your furniture's coming. You got more trucks coming. Yes. Amen. Can we agree with that, church? Can those of you, yeah, we got to agree. We agree as we bless them. It's rolling down. So we give God praise for that. I'm excited to sit on a brand new couch, eat at a brand new table. And see, that's it right there. You got to make a decision that you don't get rid of the old. Yeah. Because see, where we're going, that go with us. I said, I said, I don't care. We got to sit on the floor. We ain't taking that with us. We got to make room so that he can bring through what he desires. He says when we delight ourselves in him, he gives us the desires of our heart. He said new. 
came a time when he gave them rest. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I said? Rest. Rest. Y'all know, rest. Oh. <laughs> rest. Reward. Yes. Rest. Amen. Y'all are getting late. <laughs> rest. You got yes. it? There's a yes. rest coming. Woo! You're going to lay back and enjoy. Yes. And you're going to say, oh, look what the Lord has <laughs> done. Woo! You got yes. something fresh on you everywhere you go. It's going to be like that sweet fragrance. I hear increase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Increase, 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 increase. Amen. Amen. I just, as I get it, I'll get it. Amen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Let's shout out to God with the voice of triumph. With the voice of triumph. With the voice of triumph. Hey, hallelujah. Woo. Woo.